What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Tea Time with Brandon and Aviv. Welcome, guys. Episode six. Six. We're getting up there. That's crazy. We'll have to do something pretty big for episode 10. Big Diaz. Yeah. 10. Yeah. <laughs> but today, the topic of the day is essentially how to gain weight and lose weight effectively, efficiently without overdoing it. Yeah. Right. But, but before we get into that, yeah. don't you jumped ahead a little bit there. I was just giving them a little sneak peek. All right. All right. But of course, <clears throat> time to review the tea. The tea today is by a company called Stash. It's a new... I like the, uh, the packaging. The packaging is very sleek. It's very clean. I like it. feels nice. But this tea is an herbal tea. It's the peppermint herbal tea. Um, is this part of the name? Memphis Poivre? Is this like French or something? Could be. Could be. I think it is. I think it is a French brand. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty nice. Cool. So let's, let's go ahead give and it give a it a try. Cheers. That's pretty good. It's hot. You would. I would almost like it better if it was just this flavor of this, the peppermint cold. Mm-hmm. Or at least colder than this. This is really hot. Hmm. But it's pretty good. Is this is this black tea though or green? I don't know. It says herbal tea. Huh. I don't know if. Uh, I don't know what that means. Me neither. <laughs> that's pretty good though. Yeah, I would I would recommend this brand and flavor. Yeah. Yeah. This this flavor is good. The the peppermint's pretty soft. It's not like the <clears throat> like the mint one that we had a couple mm. weeks ago. We're trying to expand our our tea brand horizons. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Not bad at all. Perfect, but. Let's get into the topic of the day again. It's gaining weight, losing weight effectively. Well, mainly lean muscle, though, right? Lo- gaining lean muscle right. and then losing bo- strictly body fat. Right. Trying to, at least. That's yeah. the goal, right? Um, but I think that we, yeah, we both just have seen some people and also been a part of, of the practices <clears throat> that some people do where especially if you try to let's say gain muscle we'll start off with they eat way too much you know and I, I was definitely one of those people just trying to trying to gain weight um but i think i took it at the approach of trying to do it just as fast as i could not necessarily being more patient and trying to do like play the long game rather than the short game um so and i think that a lot of people start doing that if they want to start building muscle they just think okay well i gotta eat and eat and eat till I'm sick, when that's probably not necessarily the best thing to do, just in terms of if you want to have a more like aesthetic, lean, muscular look. Um, but there's there's just a general guideline that we've both kind of followed when I'm trying to gain muscle and like a lean bulk, and, and Aviv's doing that right now. Um, so maybe you can kind of talk about your guidelines in terms of how much you're eating and, and kind of playing off the numbers in that regard. Yeah, I mean, for me... It's really tough for me. I think I'm a freak of nature, honestly. It's so tough for me to gain weight. It's so incredibly tough for me to gain weight. I think, okay, I think a portion of it is too. I wasn't hitting, for the longest time when I was trying to gain weight, I wasn't hitting a consistent amount of calories. I wasn't tracking it as I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, even now, like, I, when I started, I was like 144 and I was eating 3,000 calories and I wasn't really gaining weight. You know, and I upped that to 3,500 and then I started 
seeing some results. So for me, the biggest thing was, you know, testing different things and figuring out exactly what my sweet spot is because they say like what 17 to 20 times your body weight and calories is how much you should be eating to gain around a pound a week right exactly and for me like at that time i think 20 times was i think 28 like high 2800s or 2900 something like that Mm -hmm. and i was eating about 100 150 over that Mm -hmm. and i still wasn't seeing results over the course of around three weeks um, so it's a good point, right? Like that's a, a general guideline. You know, what he's saying is it's around, if you take your body weight times that by 17 times that, by you know, maybe 17 to 20, a factor of that, that can give you a general guideline of how much you should be eating. But obviously every person's different. Right. So like for him, he has to probably maybe eat 22, 23, 24 times his body weight. And obviously there's other things that come into play, how hard you're working out, how active is your job. How much are you walking? How sedentary are you? So there's there's just all factors that you have to pay attention to. And then, you know, stay consistent for a month Mm -hmm. and then adapt from there. Maybe you're going to gain too fast. You're going to pull it back. Or maybe you're gaining too slow. Like for you, you want to add it up as long as you're not spilling over. Right, exactly. And then one thing too is as you are going to be gaining weight, most likely you're going to be needing to increase that calorie that you, the calories that you intake. Yeah. You know, especially because, I mean, I know, let's say at 144 and I, let's say I gain 10, 11 pounds at 155, if I still want to continue gaining at that amount to get to like 160, for example, at the, at the pace that I was going, mm-hmm. I'm going to need to eat more than what I was eating at 144 to see the same results. Yeah. It just, yeah. Cause it's just a higher number. Right. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's a good, it's a good point though. So always just be adapting. Um, but I think you also, your example brings up another good point too, just in terms of how important consistency is and with weight loss, it's such, if you do it normally, it's such a long term thing. I mean, I lost 50 pounds over a year, I think even more than a year, you know, it, it just takes a long time to do it. Um, and, and don't, I wouldn't really pay attention to the, the fat burning pills or necessarily like the, um, the calorie increasing shakes, like the weight gaining shakes that the people make, like that's all just really marketing things. It, it can help, but the best way to do it is just to eat real food and then, you know, pay attention to your macros and, and do what we're saying. So if you're trying to gain weight, multiply your, your pounds by 17 to 20, eat real food and just adapt from there and see how you respond. You know, and you don't have to weigh yourself every day. Maybe weigh yourself every week. Right. And then just make a note of it and adjust from there. You don't have mm-hmm. to really overthink it, you know. Right. Because then you're not then you're not going to stress yourself out too. Like if you're trying to play the short game, you're going to weigh yourself every day and you see, oh, you're losing weight, which you may. I mean, yeah, when weight bit. fluctuates. Exactly. You know, depending on how dehydrated your body is, what you ate the day before. Yeah. How much water you re- you retain from how, how creatine or any sodium or anything like that yeah and that's another good point though too is just try to weigh yourself at the same time mm-hmm. consistently <clears throat> so you can try to be consistent just in terms of if, if you normally eat around eight on a normal weekday then maybe your weigh-ins will be somewhat consistent in terms of how your body is like how much water's in it and how much food's in it right but obviously you need to pay attention to to that um 
And then if you're going the opposite way, like you're trying to lose weight, you probably want to try to eat around 12, maybe if you want to do a little bit faster, 10 times your body weight in calories around like a 500 calorie deficit per day. You know, don't do anything drastic. You don't need to do like, you know, some people say eat like a thousand calories a day or something crazy like that and just slowly, slowly manipulate it. So you have an understanding of where you fall. Again, it's the same principle, really. Right. You know, for yourself, because um, because that that's where you really need to be a little bit more careful, too, because you don't want to have like a situation where you can't even think you can't function. Um, it, it's it, it's it's a lot better to do it a slow uh, in a slow regard, especially if you're trying to lose weight. And that's another positive for the fasting, too. Right. You just have more calories to eat, you know, towards the end of the day if, if you are fasting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then if you are, I mean, you're also burning more of that fat instead of the muscle during that fasting period, yeah. which we kind of talked about on episode four. Um, but what, what do you think? I was kind of thinking about this. Um, and I know uh, Grego Gallagher uh, preaches this, but what, what do you think about increasing your caloric intake by, you know, one to 200 on lifting days? When you're trying to lose weight, I think it's just a case by case thing, because it's. I think it's really a in terms of. I, I look at it as in terms of a week, like kind of how many days in a week am I in a deficit? You know what I mean. And personally, I don't really think that if you're gonna work out, even if it's four times a week, and you're gonna add an extra 100, 200 calories for those days, I don't know how much of a difference that would make. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, true. like you're burning it off, but I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, I just don't think it's a big enough mm-hmm. factor. So maintenance is your body weight times fifteen. Around, it's yeah. a rough estimate. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it just really depends on again how active you are. Right. You know, because like for me when I was when I was in school, I think my maintenance was higher just because I was walking around more. Sure. You know, um, but it again, it just depends. And then I think we're planning on as well, we were talking about this before, doing a specific episode on just counting macros. So just a general, obviously general guideline on kind of what you should be shooting for in terms of protein, carbs, and fats, and then kind of the benefits of maybe doing a higher carb diet, the benefits of doing maybe a higher fat content diet. Protein, I think, is pretty consistent in, in terms of what's recommended, you know, around mm-hmm. 0.8 times your body weight. Um, but you can obviously manipulate your calories with how many carbs and fats you eat and how your body responds. To right. That. But we can talk about that um, at another episode. I think I think a big thing that, that we also wanted to touch on today, you kind of briefly mentioned it earlier, was just how when you are going to commit for, let's say, a bulking period or a cutting period, how it should be more of a long-term play and not so much as a two-month three month super fast bulk mm. and you know you hit your your desired weight and that's about it mm. you know and then you can start cutting from there it just it, it's it's an at least for the way that you and I work out and what's important to us it's very inefficient right because sure you're you're bulking really really quickly but then you're spending a much longer time having to lean out until you look decent again, where mm-hmm. you don't have that layer of fat 
over your muscles. Mm-hmm. Well, and then I think most people too don't even know how to like lose weight properly, anyways. Right. So they're going to be struggling quickly to go backwards. Well, especially going from let's say a dirty bulk to having to go to a cut. Yeah. Like back to back, like that is tough mentally as well, let alone physically. Yeah, and it, yeah, it just depends. Like you can do it. Yeah, obviously, yeah, totally. But I don't know if like an average person off the street would know necessarily, you know, the best way to to go about it. But no, again, I think I think whatever you're doing. In, in order to really make accurate adjustments, it has to be at least a month of consistency. And then to really see results in one way or the other, it's a minimum of three months. Mm-hmm. That's how you that's just how you have to view it. Yeah. It, it, and that's just the, the way it is. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there's anything else really to. I guess what, what would you say are like your your biggest tips? in i mean because you've you've gone through a pretty big transformation in terms of losing weight Mm -hmm. what's helped you get to that point from being what were you like 240 250 to what are you now close to 200 well i I saw yeah i was two like 50 my heaviest and then got down to like 190 and then recently went back up to like 230 and now i'm back down like 218 probably want to get down to like you know 215 ish um so i've kind of done both ways um but i think it, i think it's just consistency and then adapting you know because i think when i was when i went from 195 <coughs> to like 230 i think i went a little too fast i don't think i i think i would have liked to have been able to bulk a little longer to put on muscle i know i put on muscle because i I'm definitely going to look as lean or close to it as I was when I was like 195, if I was like 210 now, Okay. you know? Um, but I really think it's just consistency, just in terms of obviously your workouts. But it, I, I'm a firm believer it's 80% in what you eat, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, And then using cardio as a tool, like you can lose a lot of body fat without doing any cardio. You know, it's just, it's just calories in versus calories out. Cardio is just an extra tool to do. And especially for recovery, it's good too. That's why I like to do it. Okay. Um, but that would be my, and just don't overthink it too. Don't think that, especially with cardio, that you need to do that every day too. You know, I may do it like every day for like a month just to see really how lean it can get and then I'll be done. But it's just a tool to do. Like, I don't, you don't have to do that at all. You know, but that would be my my recommendations. It's really just consistency, and that's something that you, from experience, can see that if you aren't consistent, right, you kind of yo-yo up and down. Yeah, and everyone will. Yeah, and that was that was my biggest thing until I finally made the decision, like the actual decision, to buy a food scale, to buy a weight scale, yeah. to actually make it a priority mm-hmm. and not kind of guess as to how much I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to have a general idea. Yeah, for sure. Like, you don't necessarily have to like weigh everything. You don't have to. It helps because I know some people are scared of like how how much a pain in the ass that is. But uh, for speaking from experience for both of us, once you get in the habit of it, it's not a big deal. Right. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, my food skill has been broken for a month, and I haven't been <laughs> weighing anything. But I just know okay. how much everything is. You okay. know what I mean? Like, re- or re- just measure it by cups and stuff. Like. Sure. Yeah. Re- regarding workouts for for each of those. Um, would you say to lose weight, higher volume to gain weight, you know, 
less volume, more intensity, more compound movements. Because that's kind of like what I'm doing, right? I've, I've seen some good results when trying to gain weight, just lower intensity, kind of training for strength for the first couple reps and then mm-hmm. let later reps going for like eight or nine. Hypertrophy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but, but for losing weight? But, I mean, for, for both sides of the spectrum. Uh, I Yeah, I think... I think for both, that's the best, is really keeping your strength up and then being able to burn out the hypertrophy on other lifts to like really tear the muscle. But yeah, you want to keep your strength up as high as you can, I think, if you're trying to lose weight too. Um, I, I personally think that that's, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of that too. Yeah. The balance of mm-hmm. both. Um, but yeah, in terms of like, I mean, any workout you see that's like a super high volume bodybuilding workout, it's going to be like five sets of 10 reps, like really high volume. Right. Well, and there's obviously, um, there's obviously um, merit to that, but I don't necessarily think the average person should be doing as much volume is listed on these typical workouts, right. you know, cause they're probably not working out correctly in the first place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just in terms of form and all that stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I think that pretty much covers it. Right? Yeah. So I guess I guess to recap, I mean, it's really just a sliding scale of understanding your body, like tracking how your body responds to certain, I guess, tests that you put it through, whether that's calories, whether that's workouts, whether that's anything like that. Mm-hmm. And, and doing that long enough consistently to really have an understanding of how it's affecting Right. Understand that when you want to be able to put on a, sustain, a sustainable amount of size, but then also on the other end of that spectrum, if you want to burn enough fat, that it's just going to take time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you think about it, if you're going to gain a pound a week, so to gain 10-ish pounds, that's like three months. Right. You know, right. So you you do have to be patient, and the same for losing it. Unless unless you're really overweight, then you can you can drop twenty pounds in a month pretty easily, mm-hmm. just from water weight and stuff like that. Right. You know. Um. But yeah, I think that that's it. I hope that I hope that that helps. If you have some you know questions around, you know what what's the best approaches just for trying to do it the quote unquote right way. You're a natural lifter. Um, just take it slow, be consistent, pick, pick a workout plan and just stick to it. There's thousands of workout plans. They'll all work if you stick to it. Yeah, most likely. Exactly. And don't worry. Yeah. Like, like you were saying, don't worry about changing it or muscle confusion or anything like that. Just really just dedicate three, four, five months to something. Mm -hmm. And then I guarantee that you'll see results. Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you everybody again for listening. Please. Yeah, subscribe. Leave some reviews. Yeah. We have a couple of reviews on there now, but rate it on, on iTunes. Yeah, Share yeah. it. Any recommendations on future episodes? If anyone knows us in real life, let Shoot us, us know. Shoot us a text. In real life, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we really appreciate you guys listening and, and the positive feedback that we get. It's, mm-hmm. it's exciting. Yeah, and if there's any very encouraging tea too. listeners out there, tea owners, yeah, recommendations. Or donations. You, or if you own a tea store, <laughs> we're accepting donations as well. <laughs> We'll definitely feature you on a, on an episode. Yeah, exactly. For sure. <laughs> but perfect. Thank you all for listening. See you next time. Thanks, guys.